Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast. If you're a regular listener, thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. If you're new here and don't know me yet, I'm your host, Katie Carey, independent publisher of Books That Matter and an international best-selling author, and of course, the host of this globally ranked podcast. I help metaphysical coaches and healers gain confidence, clarity, raise their visibility and their credibility, giving them the opportunity to shine their light brighter so that the people they are here to serve can find them. I do this by creating opportunities for them to become best-selling authors in my multi-author and solo book projects. I also offer one-to-one mentorship services to help spiritual business owners find and unlock their limiting beliefs. In this podcast, I'll be sharing wisdom from myself, coaches, authors and energy healers that could be just what you need to transform your life today. You can connect with me via the Contact Katie button at my website at www.soulfulvalley.com. Hello and welcome back to the Soulful Valley podcast. We are thrilled to be back and to bring you an incredible lineup of guests from now until September, leading up to the launch of our groundbreaking book collaboration, Evolving on Purpose, Co-Creating with the Divine. Prepare to be amazed as you dive into the chapters of this book. Within its pages, you will find a treasure trove of wisdom worth thousands of dollars, encompassing coaching, healing, business strategies, spiritual growth and mentorship. The authors have poured their hearts into recounting their personal journeys, including the challenges they faced and overcame. Mark your calendars for the grand launch of our book on August the 30th. We can't wait to share this remarkable creation with you. But that's not all. We want you to be a part of this journey right from the beginning. Join our Facebook launch support group by finding the link in the show notes of each episode. By being a part of our community, you'll gain access to exclusive content, discussions and behind the scenes moments. And here's the cherry on the top. When we officially launch, we'll be showering our supporters with a multitude of free gifts. These valuable resources will be yours to download when you purchase the book. And that's not all. If you're a coach, healer, a spiritual entrepreneur, a writer, a poet or a business owner. We invite you to explore the exciting opportunities waiting for you at soulfulvalley.com. Discover how you can join our collaborations and become a vital part of our mission to empower and uplift or co-create your own solo book with us where you will receive 100% of your own royalties. Don't miss out on this incredible podcast series and the chance to be part of something truly transformative. Tune in, connect, and evolve on purpose with us. Together, we'll co-create a brighter future. Visit soulfulvalley.com after you finish listening to this episode. Sarah Bridget Brown is your soul connection healer and mentor, and also a teacher, coach, author, and speaker. Sarah specializes in creating and nurturing a safe and empathetic space for sensitive women who feel like outsiders to show them the way to get to the root of their imbalance, disconnection and misalignment. Soul stands for self, others, the universe, life. She is passionate about helping women who identify as people pleasers, perfectionists 
and high achievers to understand themselves, be kinder to themselves and transform their way of thinking so that they can have healthy relationships with themselves and with others. Since training back in 2016, Sarah has inspired hundreds of women to connect to the universe and live a life free of guilt, judgment and fear. She does this by accompanying them on a journey to shift their past narrative, release their pain and awaken to their truth. This leads them to put an end to the toxic relationships they have, especially with their mother, get clear on their true desire and be brave enough to connect to their own wisdom, inner strength and power to finally become leaders of their best lives. Sarah knows exactly how they feel as she went from being a people pleaser, always wanting to control everything, afraid to speak up and totally disconnected from the powerful woman she really is, to a passionate coach, teacher and guide. She is completely in love with life and her life, following her calling to help as many people as possible, embracing all her imperfections and believing in a future where love and community reign. Her approach is very holistic as she is trained in neurolinguistic, emotional and energy healing techniques. More than anything else, Sarah loves to let her intuition guide her towards the modalities that would best serve each individual person and hold space for people to learn to rely on their own power and resources. She is one of the co-authors of the Amazon International best-selling books, Evolving on Purpose and Entangled No More, published by Soulful Valley Publishing. She is also the creator and producer of guided meditations and visualizations, as well as EFT tapping sequences, which are available for free on her YouTube channel. Currently, she lives in the south of France with her husband and two cats, close to her three adult children. To connect with Sarah, please visit her social media, soul-based healing and mentoring to empower empathetic women at www.sbhmentoring.com. Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast again for the third time, Sarah Bridget Brown. Hi Katie and hi to everybody who's watching and or listening to us. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy that you're part of this uh, book collaboration again, Sarah. It's been wonderful to have someone who's been on the journey from the beginning with me, from when I first launched the first book, Evolving on Purpose, uh, Mindful Ancestors Paving the Way for Future Generations, and then you came along for Entangled No More, and now you're here to co-create with the divine. So what has been wonderful is watching each other's uh, evolution, I think. What do you feel? I definitely feel it. And just listening to those three books, you know, the three names of the books like that, I'm like, it's as though you are sort of not reading my mind as such, although that probably is the case because we know how all of this works, right? Yeah. But it really is like, you know, the different stages of my life since I've been in your world, which has been about two years now. So, uh, yeah, and it has just, when I look back at our beginnings together, that first book, it really felt as though it was sort of like a bit tentative and baby steps and, and whatever. And, you know, literally the day after the book was released, the first book was released, my mind was blown, but also my world just was like, you know, suddenly moved definitely onto a new timeline and into a different sort of space. As did mine. 
<laughs> so, so what I've actually discovered is that I've not just, I didn't just say yes to a publishing house opportunity. There's, there's a bigger, bigger experience going on here for all of us. I think it's, it, I feel that each book title has been a spiritual journey and especially in the Entangled No More uh, book. I don't know how that one was for you, but all of my stuff came up. <laughs> and there was so much that I really did need to release. And the book was just a, a big spiritual um, transformation. That's definitely how it was for me as well, because um, I signed up to that one very, very early on. Um, and then I kept messaging you saying, there's this resistance coming up and there's all this stuff coming up. And I was like, mm. and then halfway through the process, my dad passed away and that brought up even more stuff. And then it was just like, once that had started to settle, so all the grief, cause it was quite sudden. Um, but when all of that had started to settle, it really was like, and I could feel him guiding me at the time. This is it now. You need to release this. You need to not necessarily step up, but it's just like, you need to, let people know what is possible what happened to you and what is possible and that nothing is like a fatality you know we can always get through things and so that was a beautiful process once i'd actually leaned into it and my goodness me yeah has my world changed even more <laughs> since that one which was last year and it felt really good after that because it did feel quite a heavy journey to have a, a book title come through that was co-creating with the divine that just i've got shivers down my spine as i say that because that just felt so good <laughs> it's like we we are always we're all co-creating but how what a, a beautiful journey to to move on to so we're less focused on the entanglement that we that we were in and more focused on where we're going and what we're creating and how we're evolving really positively having shed so many of those things all of the stuff that we were carrying around or have been carrying around for decades that sometimes we don't even realize well this is it and um i always say whether i'm coaching one-to-one -one or, or whoever i'm speaking to i love hindsight right because oh, yeah. hindsight <laughs> you can actually see all of the different things, can't you, that yeah. you've manifested, whether or not you really wanted to manifest them, that you've been able to co-create and just how, you know, all of your life has lined up because I really do feel, and that was the, uh, part of my title in the second book, from victim and rescuer to coach and creator because there was a time in my life where I really did feel like this victim and just like, oh, you know, no matter what I did, I felt at least as though I would never be able to release anything and to, to move forward and to move out of that. And there can come a time for all of us, I'm sure, and maybe even more than once, but where we actually just feel a bit resigned to it, you know, because we've got so much going on and it's just like, right, okay. And I've learned now um, that comes up very occasionally now for me, but when that does come up, I've learned now that that is a massive sign to stop and if possible, to stop immediately, right? No matter what yeah. you are supposed to be doing, no matter what you have got in your diary. Um, I mean, I have no problem now with contacting people if we're meant to be meeting up and I just don't feel that I'm in that space. 
I will actually contact them and say, look, you know, I just don't feel this today. Is it okay to reschedule? And the very vast majority say, yes, of course, no problem. Whereas before that in itself would have been difficult. And it's allowing myself the space to actually just stop and go, okay, so what is going on? What is actually going on? And, um, and that's something that I mention in the book, in this book, Co-Creating with the Divine. Um, it's just, you know, to be aware of that and to be able to gift yourself this time to stop. And that can often frighten people because when we say that, some people are just like, oh, but I haven't got time to stop. You know, what's going to happen to this or what am I going to do? And the more we resist it, the more the divine, the universe will actually make us stop. And that's what I spoke about in the first chapter in the first book. Because it really is, isn't it? It's it just, is. you know, if you're not going to listen, yeah. I'm going to make you listen. Yeah. And that in itself is a way of co-creating with the divine, isn't it? Absolutely. And recognising that as well. I think um, I've certainly, even though I was a mindfulness teacher before all of this, I've become even more aware and even more of an observer. And um, this book... <laughs> there have been so many things put in the way of moving forward with it it's like no it's not on your timeline it's on my timeline I've had to change the launch date like several times all sorts of things have come up and then and then you have this guilt that rises don't you that that you know people are relying on you for this date and because that's how mainstream sort of works isn't it <laughs> and we yes. have to we have to step back and and forget about how what about well, other people's opinions just when you're co-creating with the divine they really don't matter it, it's, it's not about opinions it's all about energy it's all about exactly what is supposed to be in this book and when so i think i feel that people have been through things during this process as well that are, were supposed to be in this book but earlier on they hadn't they hadn't been through the process yet. So there was things that were supposed to come up and they were supposed to deal with and write about, which I feel is why this one's taken, this one's taken the longest. I don't know if you realize yes. that. <laughs> yes, it has, yeah. And, and yeah. my chapter title when it came in was I Surrender because that was exactly what I was being called to do. <laughs> my timeline, my idea of when it was gonna launch did not matter. And, uh, and I've really had to lean into that and, you know, go with the flow, so to speak. But we are definitely launching on the 30th of August. Yep. <laughs> and nearly every chapter has been edited now. So, yep, there is nothing going to stop that. No. Thank you, Divine. But I totally, totally agree with you when you say that. And, and part of what's really helped me is being able to write in the books that you've published so far, simply because it's enabled me to really sort of look at certain aspects of my life, past and present, but also to lean into this even more and to know that everything happens in divine timing, whether or not we like it. And you may love this because I journal most days. I am honest because I used to say I journal every day and if I'm late or if i just don't feel it i don't but most of the time i do journal and i pull an oracle card at least one every day as well when i journal and today's card for the new moon which was yesterday is all about 
it's all in divine timing. And I was just like, you can't make this up. You just cannot make this up. And the symbol on the card, I don't have it with me, which is a shame because I could have showed you, but it's beautiful because it's a candle. And the message is that the flame of the candle, unless we actually put it out, can burn forever. That's the symbolism of it. And it's also a message to reconnect to our inner light, which I love as well. And when we do that, then we will have everything that happens in divine timing because our inner light is our guide, right? Beautiful. So I just wanted to share that with you because you. I didn't journal yesterday. I could have had that card yesterday. I didn't. I journaled today and I got that card and I was just like, yeah, I'm going to be speaking to Katie in a couple of hours. And, and this in itself, for me, this is one tool that I use, just Oracle cards, because that is a way to really connect to the divine. Some people may not see it as that. I do. Mm. Because every time there is a message, and especially when I ask a specific question, the message is coming even louder and clearer. But you don't have to do that, as you know, Katie. You can just, like, pull a card. Just what mm. what is the message for the day or what is the message for the week? Um, and also journaling. I've shared a couple of my intimate journal entries in the chapter. And these were when I was fully in the zone because I'm not always fully in the zone. I'm not, or maybe I am, but I don't feel as though I am fully connected to the universe all day, every day. Um, but when I am, that is when the pure beauty and magic happens. And that is when I can channel messages from my higher self. And so I've included a couple of those that were channeled last year um, in 2022, once I said yes to writing this chapter. And I didn't realize at the time that I was going to be invited by spirit to include them in the chapter as well. And when we really take the time to connect to ourselves and to listen to what's coming through, even if it either doesn't make sense or even if it frightens us, because sometimes like you, you know, we're gifted these visions, we're gifted this like life mission. And sometimes it's just like, wow, but how am I going to do that? And it's, it's so much bigger than me that I sometimes can't even fully envisage it anyway. So, yeah, so all of that has been happening. And lately it's come to me as well, like that's how the poetry came through me when I was not, never expecting poetry to, to just flow through me like that. And it's come to me that um, it's not about me. None of this is about me. And it may be more so about people that come across this podcast, the books, the poetry, long after I've gone from this world, which does, like, it's really heartwarming to know that there is a piece of you still there that will be supporting mm. your next generations when you've gone, when life may be difficult for them. So that that gives me uh, the strength to keep on going. However, the current reality does look, you know, sometimes this, yes. this entrepreneurial journey can be difficult. <laughs> so, it's, not it's, easy. it's up and down and up and down. And, you know, you come to a point where there was a point only a week ago where I was like, oh, I'm done. But then the next day I had the best thing drop into it. So, yeah, what a journey. And it it's not about, um, no, it's just, it's not about us. It's about a mission that comes through us 
that um, if we're if we're open for it, could be huge and could be life changing for all the people that come into contact with any of these things. So yeah, that's enough to keep me going. I don't know about you. It definitely is. And just listening to what you said at the very end um, about, you know, inspiring people and helping people. I think that as entrepreneurs, and I totally agree with this entrepreneurial journey. I'll tell you a little bit about mine, you know, since um, February 2022, it's been a bit of a wild one. But I send out an email to my email list, which is very small, but I love them dearly. Um, and I send that out now once a month. And most of the time, I never get any response. And at one point, I was thinking, is this really worth it? Until I got a beautiful response, can't remember when, it doesn't matter, but from this woman who had subscribed at the very beginning, which was years ago, and who said, I just want to let you know that I read every single one of your emails. I can't wait for them to arrive. They are full of such wisdom and they give me the strength to carry on. Now, she's never worked with me on a one-to-one -one or even in a group setting, but she wants to read what I have to say. Mm. And that, and I'm going, I'm getting all these goosebumps now because that yeah. really spurred me on as well. I was like, okay, so it, as entrepreneurs, it is difficult because we need that inner faith. Mm. Nobody else is gonna give it to us and we need it even more to become entrepreneurs in the first place of that i'm sure and we're our human and from time to time it is encouraging to get these responses to get this support to get the people saying i love what you do simply because there are days like you've said where it's just like i'm done with this you know <laughs> what i'm just like I feel like I'm pushing something over the hill and it just keeps rolling back down and I'm following the guidance. I'm doing what I feel I should be doing and it's not getting the results. And then that takes me back to my card today. It's all in divine timing. Your idea of timing is not the same as divine timing. Yeah. And that can be very frustrating. It can also be very humbling. So. And we just have no idea of the ripple that we're creating, have we? I I decided um, after that last week as well, when I uh, came out with an event that I'm going to run in, I think it's 10 days. I've lost the track of what day it's now. But um, I decided leading up to the event, I would put out a daily email on the same topic. And there was a little part of me, because email, I've not been great at being regular with email. There is a small part of you that thinks that you might be bothering people, isn't there? <laughs> but then I look at the email I get every day from touch.com, the, the yes. universe emails, and how much that lifts me up just to read that little piece every single day. So I thought, no, there's, there's something here. and I need, This is where I need to, to focus on putting some energy into daily. And after that first email a few days ago, I saw the open rate almost instantly was one one one. <laughs> so there. Wow. There. That was the sign. This is what you need need to focus on. So so I'm I'm putting a, a big focus on there on what I can give. And I don't care um, you know, about any outcome for me with that. It's more about 
but it's touching souls who who it may help through everyday life so there is something in what we're doing way bigger than we know and uh, yes it's not always about the income the money the the things that often we can we can place onto something um with the old employee mindset <laughs> that's part of it <laughs> yes yeah it is and um i mean you're talking about income it's not always about the income well that's something i wanted to share quickly about my entrepreneurial journey because when i set up my own business i'm just looking at the date over 14 years ago now um it wasn't what it is today and it's definitely evolved over the years and little by little i have stopped doing what i was initially doing which was being a technical translator and teaching adults business english to fully embrace the healer the mentor the coach the author the speaker the teacher that i am and last year i decided that i was going to stop most of my teaching work which was a huge chunk of my income at the time with nothing to replace it mm-hmm. and that was really taking that leap of divine trust and just like you need to do it and the reason why i did it was because my soul had got into such a place where what i was experiencing was actually damaging my soul it wasn't it was much more than me as a person it was just my whole being and i was like i just cannot be in this type of environment anymore it's mm. definitely not serving me at all anymore and so to get to that place as well and to then have the the trust and the strength and also the support i do have support from my husband for that which is thankfully very very good but but to have that and just to take that leap of faith and say okay i'm going to do this I'm really going to do this and to know that that's the right thing to do and it was so strange because there was no fear attached to it whereas in the past where I'd made decisions for my business there had been some fear attached to them mm. um and that for me was new and so to be honest it was quite strange because then I was like what this what you mean I'm doing it and there's no fear <laughs> it was just like what's going on but that has opened me up to so much more flow as you were mentioning earlier and to so many more possibilities yeah. um i'm not yet where i want to be that is an ongoing process and things have happened in my personal life again this year which i find very interesting whenever i've made the decision to up level something in my business then personal things come up mm. that i hadn't even thought were there um and i'm sure it's the same for you it is i've had exactly exactly the same experience and something that i went through as well was um financially uh normally between november december no matter what business i've been running november december january february is is always expected to be not very much income but for the first time i reached that 5k month November, December, January, February and March consistently, which is a first for me ever. But then something personal happened. My my stepdad had a heart attack and then my, a few weeks later my mum was rushed in with heart failure. Which as soon as that my my emotions you know, were on a roller coaster from from that, 
it drops everything back down again. And I've just witnessed it. <laughs> and they're exactly what it is. So when we can understand how our emotions are affecting our finances, they're so linked, love and, and finances. Oh, yeah. But most people don't know. And, and I did know this. When I ran the charity, I, I observed this. Because if I was mm. uh, okay, stable emotionally, usually when my ex-husband was sober, the money would flow into the charity. But when I was in a, not a very good state because he was in a relapse, yeah. it blocked the finances in the charity. So I'd already gone on a journey to look at that and by joining Denise um, Duffield Thomas's Money Boot Camp in 2019. So it's been something I've been aware of, but during over the last, well, since November, I've really witnessed, witnessed that where it can be, where mm. it's stable, regardless of the time of year, because emotionally I was very stable. So, so this is very real <laughs> and very important. I it think, is very real. To understand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I know that you're the same as me, you're an EFT practitioner, and so that's emotional freedom technique mm. for people who don't know what it is. Um, that is so important, and I have been using that a lot this year for myself because I've up-leveled quite a lot. I've um, reinvented my business, so there's a new name, there's a new logo, there's a brand new website, which is absolutely beautiful. And it really fills me with joy just to see that, what I co-created with a beautiful woman called Heather. And it really is, it's all about the emotions. And I've journaled on this this year and I've put, you know, people don't realize that I need to, and when I say people, it's my immediate family, mm. don't realize how I need to be emotionally stable mm. for my business to work well. Yeah. So, and that just writing yeah. that in itself was like, well, that's great because I recognize that now. And it's a way for me to educate them. Yeah. So, not saying that they are the cause of it because they are not, they are just being themselves and having their own experience, which is triggering things in me. Um, but when I said last week, you know, I, I think I'm just going to give it all up. I was presented with, no, two weeks ago now, sorry. I was presented with so many things on a daily basis for the whole week of just all of the things from the past, either different people, different situations, different triggers. And it was everything that I've been working on for over 20 years. But it had all just come together. And I was just like, I don't understand what's going on. So I surrendered and I was just like, what, what am I supposed to do? Because I just feel like giving up. And I heard the voice saying, this is just to show you everything that you've been through, showing you all the people involved, all the situations, all the triggers, and you now have the choice to either consciously release all of it, even if there are still a few things that are lingering, or to carry on and go back around that loop. And it was just like so clear. And I was like, I don't want to go back around that loop again. Okay. And that for me was just like the instantaneous switch point. And I did something that I was a bit afraid of doing, but um, I'm not yet in the space to go into detail about it. But basically I just sat down with 
somebody who is very, very dear to my heart and in my life, and we have a soul contract. And I invited them to sit with me and to do a releasing ritual together. And not only did the person accept very wholeheartedly, but it went beautifully. But what could have happened at the end of that was the release and a separation. Mm. And it didn't happen. And I was like, that for me is proof that really leaning into what my soul wants and needs is the right thing to do. And it was just being okay with that and being guided to do it no matter what the outcome. And that was, yeah, not even two weeks ago. And, and that since then, that has opened up so much. And I've had a few inquiries uh, from people who want to work with me and I haven't done anything. Oh. They have contacted me and and just lots of different things have lined up lots of different opportunities but what is the most important for me is just this inner knowing and this peace inside which i've experienced on and off but it really is there now and and the message that i got from spirit a couple of weeks ago as i said was so beautiful so so beautiful it was really like you have this choice the choice is yours Well, I'm pleased you chose to stay as much as I'm pleased that I did. <laughs> well, thank you, yes. What would we have done if you'd have chosen not to stay? I know. <laughs> I did have words of the universe. I did say, universe, if you want me to do this work, you need to make it easier. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I was in... Um, a program with Joanna Hunter, who we both know quite well now, called Be Your Own Rescue yesterday. And in it, something came, the voice that came through me told me to rest and nap. And there comes a point when you're like, oh, how many times can you hear this message to rest and nap? So I took a nap and yeah. I woke up three hours later because there was no guilt attached to it. But that is the problem half the time. We're so indoctrinated that we have to be busy doing, 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 that it just is like second nature, isn't it? And then when we do rest, we feel guilty for resting. So we're not really resting anyway. So Exactly. It, it, it's a journey and a half, but um, we learn. We live and learn, and hopefully we share all of our breakthroughs with the people around us. <laughs> Yeah, because I like you said um, at the beginning, it's definitely, I believe, the same as you. It's not us, us who we are. It's what comes through us mm. to help all of those who are ready and who are waiting for us as well. And sometimes we're blocking it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, Sarah, at very short notice, I asked you if you could take me through an experience with you today because you've, we've had a couple of interviews now. They're always wonderful. But I thought, you know, I want our listeners to experience some of what Sarah does. And I'm going to give the floor to you. Thank you, Katie. Yes. Um, it was just like, okay, what can I do? Because there are so many things, as you know, um, that I can share. And we were just discussing it very quickly before, and you came up with a beautiful title. And I was like, oh, that reminds me of something I did last year. So again, 
that's co-creating with the divine because there, there are two of us but there was the inspiration from you that just dropped in that then reminded me of something else that I but, had already created that was a piece of yours anyway because it was part of the title of your chapter so <laughs> it was exactly always been there for you <laughs> exactly <laughs> But this is it as well. Sometimes we need that mirror. Sometimes we need the reminders, which mm. is why I think it's beautiful because it is everything is a co-creation. And to think that we are alone and to think that we need to do it all by ourselves uh, is something that I have forgotten because I used to think that was true. And I know today it is anything but the truth. So what I've chosen to share with you is all about shining the light. And why I wanted to do that is because a my oracle card this morning about the candle and talking about your inner light so that in itself is a nudge um but also our inner light is there it's always there um if we've dimmed it for whatever reason it doesn't mean it's gone out and even if we feel it's gone out we can do so many things to actually reignite that little flame which can then grow and glow um as much as it possibly can so first of all, what I'm going to share with you are a couple of things that I do more or less on a daily basis now to really make sure that I am connected to that inner light. And then I'm going to guide us through an exercise that we can do, which has really helped me and helped all of my coaching clients, no matter what stage of the journey they're on. So the first thing when we want to really reconnect to our light is to practice gratitude. And when I say that, I really do insist on the practice. So for me, it's not just a question of randomly writing down three things. A lot of people say that, you know, write down three things a day that you're grateful for. That can help. But just doing that on its own for me is not enough because I tried that to begin with nearly 10 years ago when I started practicing gratitude. And it worked for a while, but then the effect very quickly wore off. So the way that I practice gratitude is really lean into all of my life experiences as far as possible to be connected to what is going on right now and to even maybe express gratitude for what I'm feeling. So it doesn't have to be outside of ourselves because I'm not saying we don't have anything that's outside of ourselves. A lot of my gratitudes are. It's connections like this, for example. So I'll write in my book, I'm so grateful the connection I have with Kate Carey that's sort of outside me but there is also that inner connection that we share the energetic connection but that can actually be taken away so the idea of gratitude is as much as possible to find things that concern us and that are inside and our feelings are part of it and I'll talk about that when we do the, the experience together so not only write them down and I've got a dedicated notebook so I've got loads, you can imagine, uh, over the years. But a dedicated notebook. Don't write them on a piece of paper. Because if you're like me, there are pieces of paper everywhere. And don't write them in the same place as another thing. Because what I do then is I invite people to read their gratitudes. Not necessarily on a daily basis, but definitely when you feel that your light has dimmed for whatever reason. You just go back and you start reading some gratitudes and I can guarantee that after a couple of minutes you will feel so much lighter and you will reignite what is inside. So that's the first thing. The second thing that I found very, very, very difficult was to add fun 
to my life. Mm. Because like you said before, especially being an entrepreneur, there's always so much to do. And when you're on that constant hamster wheel of doing, 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 you get exhausted and there is no room for fun. And also being in business can't be fun. That's what we're taught. Mm. You have to work hard. Everything has to be a struggle. You have to fight for it. Um, and I realize that that is definitely not true either. So Absolutely. add fun into your daily life, whatever that could be. For me, adding fun is dancing. I love dancing on my own. I mean, I love dancing with people, don't get me wrong, but I can just put on some music and dance on my own. So that will add a bit of fun to my life already. Sometimes it's with the clothes I wear. Sometimes it's with a book that I want to read or coloring a mandala, whatever, but adding fun. So really reconnecting to the sort of the playfulness child that's inside of us and that's something that I help people to do we do a lot of work on the inner child and reconnecting to that another thing is to find our own balance and for me it's looking at what are our values what are our gifts and what brings me fulfillment so I go much further than happiness because happiness is there and it's a state but happiness can also move through us and can often be replaced by sadness for whatever reason. Whereas if we look at what really fulfills us, what really fills us up, because for me, fulfillment is when you are fully filled with something. So whatever, and then it's connected to the joy part, it's connected to the fun part. So it's really just getting specific on what are my values, what are my gifts, and what fulfills me in life. And then the last thing, and you've mentioned it a lot already in our discussion, is our energy, our energy levels, checking in with them. Similar to you yesterday, I got two things. I'd only given myself two things because I'd just gone back from a long weekend away. And I know that the next day I'm always just needing to adjust. So I just gave myself two things to do. And I got through one and I didn't even have the strength or the energy to start the second one. And instead of feeling guilty, I just surrendered to that. So I slept. And then I just did mundane tasks that needed doing, but not what I had written down to do. And I was totally aware of my energy. And I slept a lot last night. And when I woke up this morning, I was ready to go for my coaching client. Here I am with you for the interview. I've got two or three other appointments lined up and I've got the energy. I've got the energy. So that as well, it's so important to honor our energy levels and especially women they seem to fluctuate more than men so just to lean into that and to say it's okay it's okay so those are the things that i do and i wanted to share to help us reconnect to our light that's wonderful thank you and when you just said that about women then i think that um you know when we we've been at the stage where we've had children I don't know how, how that was for you in your earlier days, but as the mother, it was like we didn't have time to <laughs> didn't have time to sleep, didn't have time to care about ourselves because we were so busy all of those years putting the rest of the family first that we forgot about ourselves. And sleep um, is something that I had uh, not had a lot of for many years. And now, you know, it is it is the most important thing. So if I feel drowsy, go to sleep it, yeah. <laughs> without without the guilt, because it's what we need. And it's a very good reset button. Law of attraction wise, 
if you if you listen yeah. to Abraham Hicks, she's always talking about go and have a sleep because <laughs> it restarts, restarts it all. So it's worth it. Well, this is the thing that I find crazy, and I'm speaking from my experience, definitely, is that our body sends us a signal yeah. that you're tired. So why don't we just listen to it and sleep? Especially yeah. when we are entrepreneurs. Not everybody has that because if you're in, you know, if you're a salaried worker, for example, and you've got well, you can't. hours yeah. that you need to work, mm. you can't. Having said that, I'll let you into a little secret. There were times when I did have a job like that and I was exhausted. So I would go to the toilet, but I wouldn't go to the toilet. I'd just sleep for 10 minutes. I, I, just, like, I used to nap in I, the I'm car. I'm quite good at having power nap. I used to <laughs> nap in the car at lunchtime. <laughs> I didn't take a lunch break, a proper lunch. I just went for a nap. <laughs> exactly. Here's something exactly. that maybe workplaces, if workplaces had napping pods, they yes. would actually um, get more uh, productivity out of their employees who wouldn't be flagging by the afternoon. Definitely. Definitely. So that's what I found at the time. This is going back oh, over 15 years ago now, um, just before I set my business up. Um, but that was it, you know, it was like, oh my God, you know, and I was trying to work and I could feel myself. So I was like, well, just take myself off to the toilet. Nobody's going to question that. And yeah, I just have a power nap. Mm. So, but yes, definitely the thing about mums and especially when you have a child that doesn't sleep through the night for mm. years, that is also very detrimental to everything, to everything. So, uh, so I also have that experience. Yeah. My, my daughter was 13 when she started sleeping through and that's, that's the truth. <laughs> 13 oh my goodness i but don't she, know if i could have survived she, she i i think she used to see things um well she was scared of the dark so i think there's a bit more to it than that now that i know what i know that i didn't know back then <laughs> what was i saying at the beginning i love hindsight absolutely love it right we could have a totally different life with hindsight <laughs> so um what i wanted to share is a technique that you can use um, anytime. Uh, the idea is to be able to use this though as soon as you start to feel the disconnect, the tiredness, the guilt, the overwhelm, whatever it is that it feels like it's stopping you and you're pushing through. So however that shows up for you. So the first thing is to listen to that, to trust it and to stop. So what we do is feet firmly on the floor, if possible, close our eyes. So I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to guide you through this. I invite you to do it if you are watching or even if you're listening. Um, and even if you don't necessarily feel the need, but it can always help and it brings up different things at different times. So the first thing is just to close our eyes and to breathe normally. So not to, to worry about anything in particular. And then we're going to take a few more deeper breaths now. So we're going to breathe in consciously through our nose up to the count of four. Then we're going to block that up to the count of four and then slowly release it through our mouths up to the count of four 
And then if you can possibly do nothing up to the count of four. And we begin again. So we'll all do that now for three times. So breathe in. Block. Breathe out. Then do nothing. Then breathe in. Block. Breathe out. And then do nothing. And the last time, breathe in. Block. Breathe out. And do nothing. And then with your eyes still closed, you're going to bring your hands, if you haven't already done it, I instinctively do it now, but you're going to bring them onto your heart space. One hand's on top of the other. You're going to gently press into your heart space. And imagine that your breathing actually comes from and through your heart. So don't force it, but just create that connection there. And once we've created that connection, we're going to imagine our higher self. Now our higher self might be something you're very familiar with and you may be new to this. When I first connected to my higher self, I saw a little fairy, a bit like Tinkerbell. It can be anything for you, but just imagine that there is this this spirit. That represents you and that you connect to. And once you feel that connection, bring that spirit down into your heart space as well. Then you're going to ask what you most desire right now. This can come to you in the form of a message, words, can be an image, a picture of something, can be just a feeling, a sensation. And then I'm also going to invite you to connect to any feelings that come up when you're connected to the desire. And then get curious about your feelings. What I mean is, where are they coming from? What are they trying to tell you? 
Are you listening to them? Are you leaning into them? Are your feelings showing you something that you don't want to address in your life? And then ask your higher self for guidance on whatever you're feeling. when you feel that the guidance has come in for you and you know you have that inner knowing that has come from your higher self and you can thank your higher self and when you're ready very gently open your eyes and I recommend that you write down everything that you have received all the guidance that you have received because that is the way that we move forward for me anyway hand in hand with the divine And if there's anything that's come up that is scary, maybe the moment to reach out for help has come. Because as I said before, we are not alone. We are not in this alone. And there are so many beautiful souls who are just that one step or two ahead of us that can help us. That was beautiful. Thank you, Sarah. And you can probably guess the message that I got again. <laughs> Sleep I to heal it. your body. <laughs> so I'll probably be going for a nap after this session. <laughs> but uh, good. Good. <laughs> when you said there about reaching out for help, there is a beautiful place where you can come and reach out for help as well. Because we've got a Facebook group called Evolving on Purpose for the launch support where. Lots of us are dropping in uh, lots of wisdom, lots of snippets of the book that we're about to launch on the 30th of September, uh, 30th of August. <laughs> oh, I, did, I did not say 30th of September, that's my birthday. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, it's your birthday, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the 30th of August. But in the meantime as well, Sarah, where can people reach out personally for help from you help and support okay the best place now is my new website 
So that is sbhmentoring.com. Thank you so much for today. Is there anything else you want to share before we leave? Thank you, Katie. It was absolutely beautiful as always. Yeah, I would just like to say, and I think I've said it before in the other interviews, please, 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 whoever you are and wherever you are, remember that you're not alone. And whether you reach out to Katie, whether you reach out to me or anybody else, if you are really struggling, please reach out. That's all. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Bye for now. So ask yourself, is this for me? Gather ourselves some memories Learn to trust your intuition now Thanks for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I trust that you will have heard something today that you were ready to hear and that it's made you feel a little lighter, more aligned and connected with your soul's purpose and you have been reminded of who you really are and the true nature of the power that you hold within you. My aim for this podcast is to bring love, light, wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, go back and listen to some of the back catalogue of previous episodes. Subscribe, follow, rate and review so that you're notified when new episodes drop in and share this podcast with anyone that you think it may help to listen to. You can connect with me at soulfulvalley.com and if you scroll to the bottom of the website, there are links to my social media platforms. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.